I don't think I've ever admitted this, but I'm gonna admit it Ooh, here first. Ooh, truth alert, um, truth alert, truth alert. This is everyone's see. favorite part of oh. these things anyway. Hey friends, it's Jason Zook, and this is a Q&A part one of two. Uh, we haven't put many videos or podcast episodes out just because of Caroline's recent dealings with anxiety these past couple months have been rough, but she started to feel better, which is amazing. So we took some questions from YouTube and Instagram. Thank you so much if you submitted them, and we broke the Q&A into two separate videos or podcast episodes. So if you want to watch with some editing and fun things, you can go on YouTube, or if you're just listening on, a, on your podcast player, that's totally fine too. But we hope you enjoy it, and if you want us to do more Q&A videos like this, let us know. Send us an email, hit us up on Instagram, leave a comment on YouTube, whatever you want to do. But now, enjoy. Hey there, we're Jason and Caroline Zook, a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment. This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt, all with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention. Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show. First things first, we'll share, because we're married. Ah, which we'll get to, big announcement. Wait, what? Crisp, cold, oh, we're gonna show that we shared it. Wow, old Milwaukee, I think that's what it's gonna be today. Or old English, either I'm, one of those is I'm really out of practice, you're just like rattling them off and I'm like, right, but this is, this my is, brain is just like, those right, are but, words and he's saying stuff. But also, this is who we are as people. I'm slower, is what you're saying. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first. That's, I didn't say it. Didn't I saw on. it in your eyes. Alrighty. We asked some questions to you amazing folks, uh, both here on YouTube, also on Instagram, and we got well, a bunch of them. we didn't ask We asked you to ask questions. questions. We didn't ask you questions. Technically, I asked a question. We asked you a question. Mm -hmm. We said, do you want to know what Do you want to? Fanta. Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> ah, married. We're married. We'll get to that. Okay. All right. Nina's, Why do you keep saying we'll get to that when it comes to being married? Because there's a question in here about no, it. Okay, come really. Oh, this out. again, always. Why you do a couple of these eyebrows really want to revolt? They're like, bye! I need an eyebrow assistant. Yeah. Nina okay. B. Nina B. Whose bracket did better? Important I don't know. Question. <laughs> <laughs> Is this tournament still going? Did no. somebody win? <laughs> somebody won? Do you know who was in the final game? I know that Tennessee wasn't. Okay. Wait, the final game already happened? Yeah, it's already over. Yeah. I watched well, it, it and you sat right there while I watched we it here. We should have cheered more. Cheering is very fun. It is good for everyone. What uh, was I doing? Watching Survivor? Yeah. Did my bracket do better? No, unfortunately, uh, my bracket ended up with a score of 60 total points. And mine? Your bracket, 42. Not that big of a difference. Yeah, Guys, but in the grand scheme okay, of things. Okay, in the grand scheme of things, the difference between somebody who watches all basketball well, all and somebody who knows nothing is... Pow. Oh! But you do know the bigger schools, so it's easy for you to pick bigger schools. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Nina, I know you're a UK fan. Sorry, your season didn't work out. Uh, we're not fans of any school in specifics, so it didn't really work Is out for us Is UK Kentucky or Kansas? <laughs> yes, Kentucky. Good job. They're both Kansas. KU is Kansas. Come on, you got You're this? looking at me like, Blue I'm, buds. like I'm insane. Lisa Criswell actually asked us two questions. First question, what are your thoughts on having kids? Oh God, we went from basketball to kids. 
I tried to warm us up with some light and airy. Here's what we feel about kids. <laughs> We've had many conversations about this. This has evolved over time. It will continue to evolve. Yeah. I would really love to have kids. Jason would less like to have kids, but... Not opposed to it. He's not opposed to kids. And truth be told, I'll just say this. What we have come to is we're not ready for kids now. Yep. So let's not like try to like have a five-year plan and like overthink it and, and feel like I'm not one to believe in this like biological clock, which is fine. You also know. because you did a bunch of research on it. It's true. A lot of... Listen, I'm not going to get into the science because I feel like we're going to get some trolls on that. And <laughs> we're going to be like, but, but like, we don't have enough my viewers. fourth cousin like had kids when she was 38 yeah. and it was really hard. You guys know that we are not big fans of letting outside forces dictate our choices in life. So if I'm not ready until I'm 40 and then we try to have kids and it's hard, that's okay. That was our choice. So we're taking it kind of year by year right now. I will say that going through all of this health stuff right now, they're like probably on a daily basis. I'm just grateful that I don't have, that we don't have kids. I thought about that almost every day that because you've been I'm like, sick. How Even when you had shingles. I was like, yeah. first of all, I have Plaxico, our dog, and he's hard enough to take care of yeah. because I have to do a bunch of stuff. He's older, so I have yeah. to like carry him certain things and do something. And stuff like, in. I get it. Like if you do have kids, like you figure it out, it's fine. But the point is, I just think that everybody has their own schedule and what's right for them. And we're, Honestly, not thinking that much about it. And we're right on now. our own schedule. I think that's the biggest thing about kids and having kids that just for me has always been such a resistance is like, oh, you got to have them by this point in your life and you got to have this many. And you know, it's like other people start having kids and you feel like the pressure to do it. But why? I mean, it's, it's such a personal decision. So yeah, I do think that we want kids uh, in our lives. Actually, I know we want kids in our lives. It just is something for us that we want to fit in when we're ready and not just have happen because mm -hmm. it just happens. I would love to have just like a year of feeling really good and being like a good, like a healthy person. We also want to travel a bunch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That was a big one. Uh, Lisa also asked, are y'all vegan or plant-based? I would, I rarely tell people that we're vegan just because I think that comes with a lot of baggage. We do eat vegan at home, um, but I, I often say plant-based. Yeah. Um, yeah, to me, so vegan, If for those of you who don't know the actual like definition, it's like any product from an animal at all. So like honey, you don't eat because a bee has to make that product and you're taking that product from a bee. Um, so, but we, so I would say we're actually, we are vegan technically when yeah. we're at home, like you said. Um, but it is easier to, easier to say plant-based just because people really do get on their high horses about being vegan and like how much vegan you are, so. All right, Rawa and Maddie, who are both Wandering Aimfully members, Whoa. asked basically the same question. So kind of cool. No, uh, oh. they asked oh, a different question, other. which is what happens when you disagree about something business related? The other framing of this was, do you ever have arguments on work or business stuff? Let me think back to years ago when I, when we talk about business stuff, I'm just kidding. It has changed a lot. So there's a lot of different answers for this based on different timelines, but let's just go with where we are now mm -hmm. because it would be a whole long video. Mm -hmm. uh, so for Wandering Aimfully, I mean, we're really in this together. And that's the whole point of why we started Wandering Aimfully. It's the whole point of why we combined our businesses. Arguments, I wouldn't say we actually ever have arguments. I wouldn't even say 
that we disagree to a point of like where there's a standoff on anything. I think it's more, we'll bring something up and one person will have a different point of view than the other person. And some points it's just, you you bend to the other person if they just feel really strongly exactly. about it. So what typically happens is- Let's actually go real scenario, okay, okay. social media. So, right, so it's like, oh, I really think it's important that we post on social media for X, this Y, and Z reason. Right. Actually and then this. you being like, well, I would like to challenge that assumption and feel like it's less important. And what we'll do is we don't really argue as much as we kind of well, I guess that it is arguing, but you think of it like a courtroom. Like you almost like you Present, bring evidence, yeah. you you kinda not like in a very structured way. Like I'm not saying <laughs> I that wish we I had have a like stack a whole, of papers. We like, actually have a mock courtroom in our guest room. <laughs> Objection sustained. No, the witness can't object. Overruled. Sidebar. Guilty. Speculation. Hearsay. Bailiff. And we go there. And then here's what does happen very often. There's a phrase here's what happened. There's a phrase that gets said, which is one of us eventually will become so fatigued by <laughs> how stubborn we both are that one of us will say, okay, well, I don't feel that strongly, so yeah. I'm gonna defer to you. So it's like, whoever's digging their heels in more, the other person usually is just like, okay, well, if, we, if we're if we arguing something that is, is not very clearly uh, provable, whoever kind of feels strongly gets to test out their idea first is how it works. Yeah, and I think a, a big reason why we don't have a lot of arguments or disagreements is because the foundation of what we're trying to accomplish is set early on. And so we have the same values, we have the same goals. I think where a lot of True. disagreements and arguments, especially with couples who work together, whatever, is when maybe like one person in the couple is very money focused and the other person is very product focused or customer right. service focused. And there's butting of heads. For us, we have the same goals. We have right. the same vision. We talk about those things from the beginning. So we're in alignment. And then anything else, like a social media discussion, it becomes, hey, is this actually gonna help Does us get align? to our goals? Exactly. Because if it doesn't, then why are we spending valuable time on it? Let's put that time totally. somewhere Totally, that's the key. So that's that's kind of like your North Star so that in any any like disagreement or anything, you can come back to your values or come back to your goals and be like, hey, does this help us get here? And then it's a very clear yes or no answer that both people can agree on. Marshall, our friend Marshall Haas, who he and his wife Jamie are currently traveling the world, asked a very appropriate question because- I'm living of, vicariously through their travels while Yeah, we're. so Marshall asked, would you guys ever live in another country long-term? Funny you should ask that, Marshall. This is a funny question for us because I actually thought we were gonna beat Marshall and Jamie to this. I thought we were gonna be living abroad, traveling yeah. and what have you. We uh, had like a calendar up. It was yeah, like, it was, beat Marshall and Jamie to we, abroad. We cut their faces out. Not, yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of morbid, but like no, just we out did. of paper, we printed yeah. off there. Anyway, um, yeah, well, I actually thought this was gonna happen a little bit sooner in life for us, but it didn't and that's fine. But they are currently doing, you guys are doing exactly what we wanted to do, which was go to a place, stay there. I think you guys are traveling a little bit more within places than, than we would have yeah. wanted to. Our goal has always been, or at least my thought has always been, pick a home base for the like 90 days that you get to stay in a place, uh, especially like in Europe, and then go somewhere else for 90 days, go somewhere else for 90 days, and just kind of do like a three month rotating thing. That's what I had always thought as well. So, and we, would, we were thinking about maybe like doing that for a year, right? Yep. So basically four major like locations like home bases for three months each and then of course you can take like little side trips yep. and stuff in the train and whatever and a um, lot of a lot of that for me is truthfully around trying to live in another culture and see what that's like we both absolutely. only lived in the states our entire lives yes we've traveled to europe excuse me but we've only vacationed in those places and i think actually living being paying bills like being a part of a you know like a small little town or whatever is really exciting for us like we want to see what that's actually like but one thing that we've learned about ourselves and mainly me 
Because you'd be fine if we were like on the more, go constantly. More nomadic. I need so. Well, I, that's. I mean, we haven't done it enough to really know, but you you are correct. I think I would probably handle it better. I like novelty, but I also like routine. So I need a good blend of those. So that's why this idea of every three months feels great because that's about enough time as I need to kind of settle into a place and feel like I have a routine and I have a coffee shop and I know a little bit of the language and I can, you know, get settled. But then, you know, it's time to move again and I really like that. Um, I'll drop a link uh, on screen for Marshall's website. You guys could definitely check out some of the posts that he's writing. I love that he and Jamie, his wife's site is also linked as well. Um, they're both writing and sharing their adventures, which is really fun. Because uh, it's exactly, I think, what we would have done yeah. had we done as well. So, And interesting, I, I, I have noticed that Marshall has said it is really hard to get into work routines with mm -hmm. as much as they're traveling. And so I think they're doing longer stints now. So. so Last thing I'll say about this, because I'm sure people are wondering it, is like, oh, well, when are you going to do that? And there's a couple of different factors. Number one is obviously health stuff. I have to get a handle on what's going on. Um, number two is business stuff. We want to be at a place that's a little bit more predictable. We're still getting to our uh, WAME enough goal. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we're getting there. It's just going to take a little bit longer than we thought, which is fine. And then the third thing is a little plexico. Cover your ears, cover your ears, cover your little dog little, ears. Little plexico. He is 13 this year. And um, he doesn't. We like. He's we, not slowing down. Yeah. Um, we also don't have anywhere to like. Like my mom could like take him while we go and do that. We live across the country. Plus, like, he's he's older now. He requires more work than just a younger right. dog. So we're just waiting for him to you decide know, that. Yeah, decide it's time to go over the Rainbow Bridge, and whenever that happens, we'll go. And we're not trying to rush him at all. Obviously, we wanted to live out no, as many let years. Let me tell he you, he is not slowing down. Our friend Caleb Wojcik threw in a question to us. Caleb asked us, "How do you turn off your work brain or set boundaries when you work from home?" Good question. Hot question. Hot question. Hot, don't touch. No, no, no. This is the kind of hot you want to touch. I don't get it. I don't think that you really do. And I, I think there's a caveat there. If you love the work that you do, a lot of times it just doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. It just feels like opportunities for you to continue to create stuff, to do things, to make things, to help people, um, to express yourself, definitely like through your art. And so there is definitely time when you need to turn that off because you can burn out, you can overdo it. But even if you're doing it sustainably, it can be really hard. Like we'll go to dinner and this happened all the time, especially when we were like building Wandering Aimfully, it's the only thing that's on our minds that we wanna talk about. So why do we have to shut that off as much as it's exciting for us to talk about it uh, and we wanna talk about it? So it, it can be difficult to navigate, but it is something that we're also not all, you know, trying to force turning that off. Right, just because I think we should. On the same token as that though, I do think it's- What kind of token is it? Um, it's a Chuck E. Cheese token. Yes. In the kids' world that surrounds you, it's happening all around you. I do think it's important to give yourself these little routines that break up the day so that you can have an excuse to be pulled away from your work so that you can even then then tune in and say, oh, am I burning out? Like, am I tired? Like all those things. So the example I'm giving is if you really love what you do and you're working 24 seven and you nighttime comes and you're like, oh shoot, I didn't even go outside today. That's bad. Yeah. So one thing that we do is every single day we take plaques for a walk at five o'clock and that is, has been such a good natural check-in time for us. So we get outside, we just like tune into nature, we have a chat and then we both ask ourselves when we come back, this is when things were like a lot he more hectic and it was like, could I work for another hour or is it time to like turn it off for the night? And for me, a lot of 
the time, like the older I get, the answer is I need to turn it off because my ability to just go and go and go, and you're seeing it now, the repercussions of doing that for so many years. Now I've kind of learned the answer is almost always like, yeah, just for the evening, I need to kind of. Yeah, and I think specifically to answer your question too, like <clears throat> how do you turn off your work brain? Um, for me, a couple things that I do, one is going to see movies in the theater because it's such an immersive experience. When I sit here on this couch and I watch a movie there, my phone is within distance, my laptop is over there. I can so easily jump back into work things. I need to get out of my space and get into something that is not where I can work. Um, and that does really help. Like I like going and seeing like big action movies. I went and saw Shazam recently and the entire time I wasn't thinking at all about work things. And I just think that is healthy to turn that off. So you have to give yourself exercises that remove that. I know Caleb, you go for like really long walks. Those things can be really helpful and you just have to kind of find your way. But I also don't think it has to be a perfect like turn off the switch of work if you actually really love what you're doing. Jay, uh, because you've kind of touched on this a couple times and maybe people don't know if they're watching this video and they haven't really tuned into anything else. Jay asked, have you learned any good anxiety tips or for coping with helping others who haven't? Oh my God. My, so, my list of anxiety remedies is deep. <laughs> Let's give a very, very, very quick and abridged, what are you dealing with right now? Last year was really stressful. My mom had cancer, she's okay now. We were building Wandering Aimfully, that was very emotionally rough. Immune system was low. In the fall I got shingles, look it up. It was really hard. Just don't look up images. <laughs> that was also like a shot to my nervous system as well as just my overall anxiety, which I'm a very sensitive person, so I have anxiety issues. Felt okay in December, no, felt okay in January. Then snapped to middle of January, basically from then to now. I've just been dealing with a lot of very scary physical symptoms, dizziness, shortness of breath, panic attacks, sinus pressure, headaches. I think it's related to anxiety. I know you're, that you're all like, well, have you done tests and stuff like that? We're doing blood tests, we're doing all the things. So anyway, I'm pretty sure it's related to anxiety. And if, and if all of that is not, I still struggle with anxiety and have for years. So I'm at the point now where some days are okay and other days are really bad. Yeah, and if you want, the reason why I said give an abridged version is because we recorded an entire episode of Wandering Aimfully, the show video and podcast talking about your journey with anxiety. So I would definitely encourage you to go through and watch that. Uh, you talk about some of the things that you've done to help get through some of it. You talk about some of the things that you've learned from other people, you've read, et cetera. Um, and I think really the answer there is not to put words in your mouth. It's like, there is no one thing. Right, so I've tried like a lot of different things. I'll give you like, what are my like top three helpful Survivor. Things? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, definitely like the first thing that you have to do is change your environment, change your work expectations, change whatever expectations are on you. That's the first tip. I always kind of forget that one because it's thankfully we live in a way that is very easy for me to. Right. You don't work in a nine to five job. Exactly. We don't so, have kids. But do whatever you can to figure out what those stressors are and limit them. That's first. CBD is something that has been very helpful for me. I take almost every night to CBD. Um, I, I do the capsules, not the oil, because the oil doesn't really help help me. So that just helps keep the panic at bay. Um, breathing is huge. I know it sounds super simple. On the Calm app now, I've discovered there's a little breathing section and they have like little chimes that helps you. And I, I, I like I thought our fridge was open for like three hours. Jason's like, where is that noise coming I from? I looked and I was I'm like, like what is app. going on? Calm. Breathing. Meditation can sometimes be actually really hard. I feel like for people who are going through anxiety, so that hasn't proved proven to be that great for me. Um, it kind of makes it worse sometimes. Getting in my body, I have a stupid little dance app that I do sometimes where I just like dance in front of the mirror or do a five minute yoga session just to like move my body, that's helpful. Uh, there's one very interesting thing that I just found on YouTube like two days ago. 
that's a technique to help people come down from a panic episode, hmm. which I don't struggle that much with panic attacks anymore. It's just more of a low grade anxiety. But um, if you are somebody who really struggles with panic attacks, it's called, I think it's called spinning feelings. And you'll find this kind of interesting. I haven't told you about this yet. You basically walk, so you can do it for yourself, but you think about a, a scenario that makes you anxious or if you're in an anxiety moment and you ask yourself, what does it feel like? How, what is the, where does the pathway go? So like, is it from your head to your stomach or where, where is it in your body? One is the walls. Yeah. You, how big is it? And then you go, what color is it? Hmm. And then you go, which way is it spinning? Hmm. And so you'll just say, oh, it's spinning this way and you know, it's white or whatever. And the technique is to then imagine it and visualize it that way and then choose a color that you like better and have it spin the opposite direction. What's another word for the opposite direction? You can do it. Witter shins. Oh, babe, missed opportunity. That was a, we Googled that for you very early on. I don't our remember show. a single, when you were telling me about Jakuta babies before, I don't even know what oh, that's Oh, bummer. I goes Sorry. In, in one ear, not the other. Wittershins, not a cheese disease, uh, <laughs> is a term meaning to go counterclockwise. What? Who knew? Can you spell it? Uh, W-I-D-D-E-R, shins. But anyway, I, I tried it on myself and it was surprisingly effective. So mm. if you're in like a really panicky state, Try spinning cool. feelings technique. I'm gonna just say this one because it's not a question, but it's a fun one. Alex Lawton, who was a by our future person, which is cool. She one. just said, you've given me so many answers and things to implement. It's time to take action now. Didn't feel like that was a question that needed to answer. Uh, obviously could have just ignored it, but I wanted to bring it up because Alex, we appreciate you and take that acknowledging that you want to take action is good. Julie asked, eh, this is a good one. Julie, I appreciate this question. What is the best thing about your relationship? On the count of three, we're gonna say one word. Oh shoot, give me and a second. Then, hey, what is the best First thing? word we're gonna say is, Paxco, stop flicking. Hey, stop. Right. Uh, you're not gonna choose my word. Ooh, I can I have two words? No, the just best the, thing? The, the number one word. Okay. And then we can we can discuss. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Humor. Humor. Yes, oh, marriage. Oh, oh. Oh. Second one. Okay. Sex. <laughs> I just had to do it for your reaction. Second one. Three, two, one. Food. Support. <laughs> There's that no chance right. two through ten would ever be close Match. to related. Yeah. yeah not at all. Fine. Yeah, I, I do think that it's it's very easy for us to answer this question because I think the thing that has kept our relationship strong, I think the thing that has kept our relationship even like together during these really hard times for you the past six months is humor. And it's a natural defense mechanism for me to use humor in times of difficulty. That's just something that I've always great. done, but it's helpful. And I really do think like we go to your therapy appointments and I just joke around like crazy because I know how nervous you are to be there. I know how difficult those things must be. And so having some levity and, and adding some humor, I think is helpful. And then just in general, like life is too short to not laugh and be silly totally. and joke around. And honestly, like during these really hard seasons of life, like these past two months, like it has been so hard for me to find joy in things, which is so far removed from who I am as a person. Like I find like joy and beauty and humor in everything when I'm feeling myself, but I haven't felt myself. And so to have somebody who like can do that heavy lifting for you and can remind you this is this can be funny and you can laugh even when you're in pain or even when you've had a really low day, it's okay to laugh and and I think that was the very first thing that attracted us together. So it like makes sense that. Speak for yourself. 
Mine was the Hout Florida Gator. DG. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, I like that question though, Julie. 